0: So today, I really felt like the Lord was telling me to, let's, let's focus in on the season that we're in. So it seems to me there are two types of seasons where we kind of focus on families. On families Now, some of you are sitting here today, and some of you are, are married, and some of you are not. we got, got students here that are part of a family, and, and uh, you've got family members that don't, uh, don't attend Lake Point Church, and that's fine. But in this season, we talk a lot about families. We're coming upon Thanksgiving. We're coming up on Christmas. We've got family on our mind. And there's another season uh, that, that I feel like people focus on family. That's when it's summer, because guess what? The kids are home. Right, and they're 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 always around, and so we have no choice but to think about our family, and so but this season that we're we are approaching right now is a season of family, and so today's message is about living in the vision God has for you and your family. Now, if you if you aren't married and and you're not at the age of getting married or whatever, listen, you're going to. Um, you're going to get a lot from this as well because you have a family and you're part of a family. And for those who are young and, and later on when you get, uh, get old and you get married, if that's God's will for your life, um, then you can take some of this as well. But, but it's all about God's vision for your family. So what does that look like? What does it mean for a vision for your family? Uh, and you may have even had people ask you, what's the vision for your family? Well, like, oh, I don't know. Uh, that's, I mean, just survive, <laughs> right? Survive. That's our vision for a for family. But, but I feel like God has a greater purpose for your family besides just surviving. And so let me use an example. If you've ever been to, uh, to Disney, we've had a couple of trips with our family where we've gone to Disney. And, um, and with Disney, the, the, the vision is, or, or the purpose is to go to Disney, Okay, so like, hey, we want to go to Disney. Kids want to go to Disney, and I don't care how old your kids are, whether they're this tall or this tall, they like going to Disney, okay? So, the the what or the purpose of this is, in this example, is to go to Disney, Okay. Why? Why do you want to go to Disney? Well, we want family time. We want to create memories and we want to ride Space Mountain. All right. And so we have all of those things that we want to do. So there's a, there's a reason why there's a value behind it. And so, but how are we going to get there? Okay, how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to save money. We're going to order tickets. We're going to book airfare and hotel. Uh, The first time our family went to Disney, I I ordered this book that showed you what rides at what times and I created the spreadsheet and I was way OCD on this and we stuck with that spreadsheet and what times we were supposed to go and everything and when the fast passes are being handed out and all this stuff. So yeah, you can go to that that extreme if you want, but there is a how. like, how are you going to do that? So you have, a, you have a purpose. We want to go to Disney. Why? We want to create memories. We want to have family time. And then how are we going to do it? Okay, we're going to save up money, order tickets. And then how do you know that it was successful? Okay, what do you measure? Success. Like, what is a win for Disney? For us, many times it's like, okay, no, no kid gets lost Okay, or abducted, right? Or no kid, you know. There's not any crying fits, you know, or every, every, everybody's happy, or you know, or the family stays together. The kids just run off by themselves, and you know, as our teenagers and get older, we can ride rides together, you know. And so you have all these um, these measures, and they're measured by pictures and just the memories in your heart and your mind of that experience. You have those memories. And so just like a Disney trip has a purpose, it has a it has a, a reason, it has a, a value, and answers the question, why, why do we do that, how do we do that, and then when did we do that? Or what is the measure? And how how did we I mean, what's a proof that we went? What's a proof that we had a good time? And what was the win? Behind it, the W-I-N. How do we know that it was a good experience for our family? So just like we have that with our example of Disney, we have what is called a frame. Now, this right here is a picture frame. Okay? Now, usually what you do in the picture frame is you put in pictures inside this picture frame. And as we talk about the vision for your family, and even specifically you yourself, but your family, your picture goes inside of here. Now, your family picture will change a little bit over time. You may have people added to it. Like, we have a, we have a, a big family picture. Uh, as soon as you walk into our house that we took professionally, um, and it was a few years ago. And there were eight people in that picture. Me, Suzanne, and our kids, and our dog, Charlie, who's no longer with us. And so next Sunday, week from today, we're getting new family pictures. Because it's been a few years. And we're gonna add Michael Phelps. Who would have thought? right? Michael Phelps will be in that picture. And our awesome dog, Beignet, is going to be in that picture. And that picture is going to look, look a little different. It's going to have another, another dog, a different dog in there. It's going to have a famous person, Michael Phelps, in there. And, and it's going to have, uh, you know, we're, we're all going to look a little different, okay? But guess what? It's the same family. It's the same family. So when you think about vision, a lot of times we focus on just, you know, the, the, the family and the vision and, and this, like what we're going to look like and, and and what kind of college we go to and what kind of job we had and what kind of cars you drive, you know, and what friends are hanging around with and, and are, are, are we associated with these kind of people or not. But I would venture to tell you that you... Um, You can better focus on the inside of this frame when you give it over to the Lord and let him be the one that guides us. Now, the frame, this part right here, if you use this same frame, it will never change. You could change the picture inside of this. But the frame stays the same. So I'd venture to to say this, and my, my main point here today's message is that if we focus on the frame of our picture of our family and let God focus on the vision of our family then things will go much smoother and we will best know how to follow the Lord and so this frame obviously like all frames has has four sides and so there are four areas that I want us to that I want us to look at just like there's four sides to that frame and so the 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 title of today's message is simply called have you been framed (laughs) have you been framed meaning is your family framed in these four areas of your life because if so then you're giving God full control of the vision of your family. I love what it says this in Proverbs chapter 29, 11. So without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, the people perish. Again, the vision is what's inside of this frame. The vision is what's inside of this frame. Okay? Without them. Now, we don't want our our family to perish, especially if we're talking about the vision of our family. Before we could have a vision for our family, we need to understand what holds that vision together. If this frame did not exist, then it would not be able to hold a picture. We all would agree on that. It would not be able to hold a picture. If there is no frame established around your family, then I would guess your family is not living out the vision designed by God. Now some of you might already be doing this and you don't even know this. But I hope that we can all identify the things that we are doing and the things that we aren't doing and focus on the frame and let God focus on the vision. So what is the one side of the frame? One side of the frame is the purpose. It's the purpose The what, okay? Um, It's not just to survive a hectic schedule. It's not just to survive a hectic schedule. If so, then our family really is not living on purpose. If we're just trying to survive. I encourage you to create a purpose statement for your family and drive it into the heart. So you say, purpose statement? Isn't that really meant for churches and, and businesses and corporations and all that stuff? Well, there's a reason why they do that. Obviously, our church is a purpose statement. There's a reason why we do that. It's to keep us focused, okay, on the frame. And like God focus on the vision. So you can have a purpose statement for your family. Okay? It's like, what, what is the reason our family exists? What is the reason our family exists? God put our family together. What is the reason for that? And so that's really what you're, the question you're answering. What are we here for? What are we here for? Well, how do you get some of that? How can you get some purpose statements? Well, scripture. This, this book right here has a ton of ideas on how you can have a purpose statement. Okay? And it doesn't have to be long. It could be really simple something you live by. For example, Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Here's an example. And it says this. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, forbearance, kindness, uh, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There are some. Your purpose statement could be we're going to live by the fruit of the Spirit. We are going to live by the fruit of the Spirit, okay? And um, so that's an example. Another example, you can find this in Mark 12, 30 through 31. This is Jesus talking. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. So you could use Scripture to... Have I mean and, and I mean there's all kinds of scripture you can use. You could do a search, like but but again you're trying to answer the question, what is the reason we're here? What are we here for? What what is my family? What is the purpose of my family? You you answer that question, you're 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 focusing on the right thing. What is the purpose of my family? Okay. Another thing you could do is prayer. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord that question. Lord, what is the purpose of my family? Why did you put us together? Why did you put us together? What is the purpose? I'm sure my wife's asked me that many times. Lord, why did you put that man with me in my life? (laughs) No, but you, you can use God's word, you can use prayer as a way to create that purpose and find the purpose for your family. So that's the what, okay? What is the purpose of my family? The second frame, okay, so, frame, okay, we've already done one side, we're gonna do the next one, okay? It is the why. Why do we do what we do as a family? Okay, or these are sort of the values. Why do we do what we do? Why do we do what we do? Okay, you can even look at sports teams, okay? Uh, Our family, we cheer on the LSU Tigers and um, our kids can cheer for whatever team they want to cheer for if they want to. But if they want to have a bed and be fed (laughs) and have shelter and have health care, and those kinds of things, and they need a cheer for the Tigers. There's no pressure. There's no pressure at all. I mean, they can just choose whoever they want to, right? But, uh, but I, you know, our kids have all—all all of our kids have been to at least one, probably a couple uh, LSU football games, and it's like yes, right? Win or lose, it's like yes, yes. And um, and so, but but you you have to answer that question. Why do we chew? Why do we cheer for the Tigers? Okay, Well, mom and dad met there. Okay, their first date was in Tiger Stadium. You know, all of this, our our family, you know, uh, uh, cheered for that. And so my o- older siblings cheered for that. I've been to a game there, and I have, I've experienced Tiger Stadium. The Death Valley, all right? Not the fake Death Valley in, in, in South Carolina somewhere, okay? And those other tigers, all right? And uh, we can talk about them because they're, they're not in the SEC, okay? Uh, but, but, you know, we, why do we chew? Because we have experienced it. Why do we do what we do? Because we as a family are experiencing God in our life. We are experiencing God in our life, these, uh, some of the family values could be this, hard work. We value hard work. We value commitment, like finishing a commitment. Like if our kids say they're going to they're gonna, uh, sign up for a sports team, guess what? They're playing every single game or sitting on the bench every single game. They're dressing out, even if they want to quit. We say, nope, you signed up for it, you will commit to it. Because that teaches things they're going to need to know later on in life, especially in marriages. And so we teach our kids f- to uh, finish their commitment, respect others. There's lots of different things that you can do. And, and really, you're, th- those things are found in God's word, even with some of the scripture we just read a few minutes ago. So, for example, our families sort of the purpose, the reason, uh, you know, the reason God um uh, what we do, what we do is this, is that we love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbor as ourselves. We love God with all that we are. We try to help our kids. And, and my wife and I, we pray almost every evening before we go to bed, unless I fall asleep before she gets there, you know, or vice versa. But we pray, and, and so we pray. Tell our kids and teach our kids, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself, which is, and I preached a sermon before, which is loving God with your whole body, with all that you are, your, your every being, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, and socially, all of those areas of your life. So all that you are, you're diving in, and you are loving God the Father. And so... That is our purpose. Why? Because we want to have an abundant life. We want to have an abundant life. When I say abundant, I don't mean we're going to be, you know, showered with riches. That's not what that means. Abundant life means like you can't wait to just get up in the day and, 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 and um, experience life. And yes, even the, the, the hard times, knowing that Jesus is there... With those hard times and and the and the and the positive times, the encouraging times, and what this life can bring, knowing that God is with you and knowing that you put him first in your life. And when you put God first, everything else lines lines up with that. You put God first with your time, your treasure, your abilities, or your talents, then he will give you an abundant life of contentment, of joy. Of fulfillment and ultimate purpose in your life. And so I just want to encourage you to understand that you have some values, you have the why. So what why do you do what you do? Here's some, here's some options for you. Love. We strive to always show the love of Jesus to everyone at home and to others. This includes how we speak to each other and um, not only to each other but people in our house there have, been, there have been times many times that my wife and I we would feel like we have crossed the line with how we spoke to our kids and we didn't value them and so guess what we did we'll either write them a note or we'll sit down with them and we'll say hey, you know what um, that, that wasn't right, right? and so I, I just need your I need your forgiveness on that um, and so we, we we try to love our kids. Now at the same time, we love our kids by by you know, hey, you've got to you've got to do certain things, okay, uh, discipline. And if you don't do those things, and guess what, you don't you don't have your phone, or you don't have time with friends, or that kind of stuff. And that's another way we show love, but we do it in a loving way. So why do we love God? Why do, why do we love God? And, and again, in our family, it's we love God. What is our purpose? We love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Okay? Why? Because we want to show love to others. Because Christ, because God showed his love to us first by sending Jesus, his son. So, love. Another thing is integrity. We value Integrity. We are always on the lookout for truth. When the truth is not being told, everything stops until we find out the truth. You ask our kids, "Mm mm-mm, yes, yes, and, 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 and sometimes these aren't great confrontations, but they're confrontations that need to be had, okay? There's some untruth in a situation, and we need to get to the bottom of it and find out truth because until truth is exposed, the lie will wreak havoc on other areas in our life. So why do we love God with all that we are? Because we, we value love. We value truth. We value integrity. Okay. We value integrity. We value fun. Say fun. Yeah. We like to have fun. Now, Every day at the Bennett House is not always fun. Okay? It's just kind of like there's a lot of stuff going on. Sus- uh, Suzanne will have to work extra. I'll have to work extra. That kind of stuff. But we try to fill our home with laughter. We really do. And so um, we, I mean, like last night, we laughed so hard at Florida Gators as the LSU Tigers just cremated them, right? And so it was fun. It was a a fun night, but guess what? The week before, we didn't have much fun as Alabama cremated us, right? (laughs) It wasn't much fun. We went to bed just kind of grumpy and all this stuff and everything. But of course, what we got to understand is fun is not dependent on the circumstances around us, okay? It goes deeper than that. It's joy, joy in the Lord, but we try to have fun. We try to do things as a family, for that and then we also the last thing we value is eternity we teach our kids and we talk about this we teach our kids that this life on this earth is just very small and it's really all about heaven it's really it's really all about what happens after this life and just so you know and I know you probably know this I've said it before we are all eternal beings okay when we die there's another, there's another stage after that for our souls. And there's only two places they're going to go. Hell that we send ourselves to, God doesn't send us there. Okay? God does not send people to hell. We send our own selves to hell by this sin. Hell wasn't even created for us. It was created for the devil and his angels. And he, the devil, brings people with him as much as possible. So either hell or heaven. And heaven, if we accept Christ as Savior, surrender our life to him, and say, I need you, Jesus. I need you to be Lord in my life. And we live for him. And so, we teach our kids about eternity. So, we've got to live this life, and it's so difficult, especially when we have things like phones and other gadgets and devices all around us, and we're so focused on what happens in this world that we forget, I'm guilty of it too, of what's going to happen after this life. And as a believer, we need to bring as many people as possible into eternity with God in heaven. And so we try to remind our kids, hey, it's not just about you and what you're doing in this moment. You got to get the blinders off and you've got to understand that there are kids in your class. There are people that you know who could be dying and going to hell and you have the answer. You have the light. So, what do we do? What do we do? What's the purpose? What is the purpose of our family? And then why? Once you find the purpose of your family, why do we do what we do? Then we move into the other part of the frame, okay? So this is the, what do we do, okay? What is our purpose? And then why? Why do we do that? What's the real reason? And then, how do we do it? What's the strategy? What's the strategy? Again, we're not focusing on this right here. God's God's got this. Okay? Many families, they focus on this, and then they don't worry about this, and this just goes everywhere. This, This is a mess. We focus on the purpose of our family. Why do we do what we do? And then... How do we do it? What's the strategy of our purpose? Okay, how do we do it? Well, the way we see it in our family, and you probably see this as well, is number one, we stay in church. We stay in church. Healthy families are families that are in church. Now, I understand there's gonna be some Sundays, you know, we're gonna be out, whether it be health issues or going on a trip, you know, a family stuff, but let me tell you something. And and it's a good day for you to be here (laughs) as I'm saying this, but your family being a church is so important. And I'll tell you this right now. Now, I, I love all the people that I get to shepherd, okay? But, and I, I'd love for all of you to be here, whether, you know, whether you're attenders or, 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 or members and, and whether, and it doesn't matter if you're a member or not. If you call Lake Point Church your home, you are a person, a family that I get the privilege to shepherd and to pray for. I pray for y'all. I go down, I open our app and I pray for our families throughout the week. I do. Our elders pray for our families. Okay, because our families are divided into different groups and elders oversee them. They are overseers. And so, but it's important for you to realize that going to church has got to be your number one strategy with how you fulfill your purpose as a family. It does. You have got to be in church. Now, it may be this church and maybe another church, okay? I, that that's between you and the Lord. There have been a lot of people who come through Lake Point, Lake Point Church, and gone over to uh, somewhere, somewhere else, and that's totally fine. There are people who are sitting in this room used to be a part of other churches, and that's fine. You're part of the body of Christ, but you have got to make sure your family is in church. Do whatever it takes to be in church. So that's how you do it. Another thing you could do is talk about Jesus. Talk about Jesus. Let your conversation about church and your relationship with Jesus spill over outside of church. Spill over outside of church. So your strategy in whatever fulfilling the purpose God has for you and your family has got to be something that goes beyond this time we have together. In other words, take those times at dinner, dinner table, or one-on-one, you know, with, with people, and just bring Jesus into the conversation. Bring Jesus into the conversation, not just when we're at church, okay? Because a relationship with Jesus is not just this one particular spot in our timeline of our day and our week, and that's it. No. No. Jesus should be included and invited into our days. So teach your family how to do that. Talk about Jesus. Another another way you um, you can have a strategy is protect your home. Protect your home from the outside world. Okay? Let me tell you what. I mean, as you all know, lots of great things on the internet, but there's also a lot of evil things on the internet. And the enemy will do everything he can to get into your home through devices. You need to protect your home. Whether it be protecting the devices 101 or from the router or those kinds of things. And if you need help with that, let us know we can help you with that. So you need to do everything you can to protect. And not just through devices, but just, you know. Through, uh, through uh, people that your kids hang around. You say, you know what? I don't approve of, of those people. They're going to bring you down. As long as they're living in your home, you have a right to say which friends your kids can hang around. Now, when they get a pass out of your house and they become adult, they can do whatever they can w- with their life. But when they're living in your house, you have a right to say, hey, I, I don't approve of that. But you also have a right to say this you know what? What a great choice! What a great choice! Of friends. I really like your choice of friends that, that you have uh, surrounded yourself with. So you want to protect your home in a wide variety of ways. And, um, and so we have the purpose. You know, what do, what do we do as a family? What do we do as a family? Okay. In our Bennett family, we love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Why? You know, because we, we, we love others. We have, um, we have integrity. We want truth. Um, we talk about eternity, we talk about the things of God, okay? So you have the what, you have the why, okay? The values, what do you value in your family, okay? And then you have the how, the strategy. How do we do this? How do we do this? How do we accomplish this purpose? And then the last thing as I close is this, the when, when, W-H-E-N, when does it happen? These are called the measures, These are called the measures. This is when you can tell that it is happening. Remember on our our Disney example, you have measures by looking at pictures. Hey, we have, look at all these smiley faces, okay? You You have sort of proof on that. So what is the measure? How can we measure these things? Well, first of all, we need to be intentional. We need to be intentional with the things we are measuring. Okay? For example, if we really want to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, we are going to reward those things in our kids' lives that, they're doing, uh, that during, they are doing that's following this book. When they're making good choices, we reward them for that. Now we may miss out on some things, but we try to reward them. What we have found is, is that what gets rewarded gets repeated. What gets rewarded gets repeated. So if you reward something, then they are more likely to repeat that. And so you want to reward those things in your life. You want to celebrate. Celebrate those things. You want to celebrate the wins in your life. When our, when our kids accepted Christ as Savior and they, they, they followed up with baptism, we celebrate that. We celebrate that. And, and among other things, in their life so you want to celebrate that and then um, you also want to uh, you also want to monitor always gauge your family members through conversations and interactions to see what's going on in their life okay you can't you can't measure something that you don't monitor and you can't monitor something unless you're intentional on talking to them either as a, as a group or individually Suzanne and I, we 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 take walks most every evening in our neighborhood. We love them, and the biggest reason why we walk is so we can have a conversation, and we we can we can talk about lots of things on our two-mile walk, and we do. We talk about lots of things, and it's so important for us to be able to do that. But it's also a monitoring system. Just it's a checkpoint. Say, hey, how you doing? How are the kids doing? Who do we need to pray for? I had a conversation with this, you know, this child. Well, I had a conversation with this child. And you can only imagine six kids and all this stuff. What do we do about this? And, And all kinds of stuff. And so it's good to have those moments where you can measure what is going on. So if you want God to do great things in your family and even in your own personal life, then what you have to do is you have to surrender what's inside here to Jesus. You have to surrender what's inside here to Jesus. And you need to focus on the purpose, the purpose. What is it your family does or should be doing? Why? Then how are we gonna do it? And when do we know it's happening? right? So you have the what, the why, the how, and the when. When is it happening? And then God will take this family and make it something incredibly beautiful. And you can walk an abundant life as a family. And so as we get ready to to approach thanksgiving and christmas and and you'll you'll probably see picture frames around your house and you'll be taking pictures and stuff just be reminded to do that to take some time to identify these things in your life and i i know we've got all kinds of different families in here we've got you know uh families or you know mixed families and and uh you know combined families and we we have a combined family as well. We have three, three biological kids. We have three kids we adopted. We are, we are a blended family, right? So we, we get that. We, we know what that, what that looks like, okay? And, but there's all kinds of different types of blended families, okay? But it doesn't matter. Whoever you call family, just focus on those things and focus on the frame and allow God to focus on the vision. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you. Thank you, Lord, for families, for blessing uh, um, us with families. And I know, Lord, there's all kinds of different families. And I pray, Father, that you help us, Lord, to, to just trust in you that you can take over the vision of what our family should be like. But Lord, let us come to you in prayer and through your word and to understand, Lord, what is it we're supposed to do and why, Father. And then show us through your word and through prayer and your Holy Spirit how that should happen. And then, Lord, how do we measure it? How do we, re- we reward it, Father? And I pray, Lord, as we move this season of life, you remind us of that. Lord Jesus, you are not only our firm foundation, but you are the truth. You are, you are the one who gives incredible, creative vision to our family. And we give you trust. We give our families to you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Awesome. Hey, y'all continue to be in prayer for these uh, Operation Christmas Child boxes. And uh, also, uh, don't forget, ladies, the, um, the Christmas dinner coming up the uh, first Sunday in December. And then the next Sunday, um, or the next Saturday on the 9th is Mission Christmas. Go and sign up for that, please. It'd be awesome. And there's some um, there's some uh, ornaments on a tree out in the lobby that you can actually sponsor a child for $100. And if those who have... Already paid for your uh, for your postage for your box. Uh, it'd be great if you can kind of identify that or let us know if you have not paid your postage for your box. Uh, you could put that in the offering on the bo- in the back and just write out um, on your check or whatever uh, Operation Christmas Child or OCC. You could do that, just OCC, and so that way we'll know that you that 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 payment is going to that shipment on that. Okay, all right. You don't want to miss next week, uh, Michael Phelps. Uh, We'll be here preaching and tell your friends. Love you guys. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.